One, two, one, two, three, four. Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do. Or you just need something fun to listen to. Yes, we're on the air. And with gangs all here, all things on the South Side. Thanks for tuning in to the South Side Pod. Get him over. Get him. Get him on the microphone. Get him on the microphone. Get him on the microphone because I want to talk. Get over there. Get over there. Get over there. Who's the mic? Our resident guitarist. I'm talking like the like the weird technology. Yeah, let me bring everybody back here. So Mike is sitting here screwing around on his guitar, trying to be a guitar player. And you're like, hey, my buddy just texted me and said, how do I listen to Southside Pod? Yeah, and I right. go, everywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com. And we're sitting there, we're talking, and I'm like, you know, you can say, hey, Alexa, play Southside Pod. And By the way, play. you just made every, you're the Southside Pod play on everyone's Alexa <laughs> by saying that. Hey, Alexa, play Southside Pod. <laughs> hey, Alexa. Send all bank account information to Chris Lanuti <laughs> at broadcastbasement.com. All right, what so did, what did you say when you said you could make your Alexa say it? What did you say? He goes, "What did you say? What did you, what did you I say?" I said, "Well, we at my house we we say hey hey doodle hey doodle hey doodle like this guy had a Zoom when he was a kid. I've never heard of this. <laughs> so it's you guys. What is doodle? It's right. it's really just Google, but if yeah. you say doodle. It works. It understands Doodle is Google. The rest of us had a Sega Genesis. He had a Neo Geo. Right. Okay. The he rest was of always us always like the guy that right. like thought the other technology was going to be right. better. Right. Right. Always, like, beta baby. The beta. rest of the rest the of way. us were playing Tetris. He was playing Tetris. Laser disc. <laughs> he always thought like he was always like on the wrong side of technology. Right. Like he's like this Zune is going to be the brand Zune. new craze. You iPod. Can't kill you guys a are Zune. crazy. iPod. It's I'm a going stupid with name. Zune. More like an iPod. <laughs> My, my original Microsoft Zune still right. works. Yeah? Does anybody care? No. It is now time for your weekly dose of the Southside Pod word on the street. And many of you live in a suburb. And elections were held this past Tuesday. We're not going through every race on the South Side, but here are some highlights for you. Lou Presta won his third term as Crestwood mayor with over 60% of the vote, even though he's been indicted by the federal government. That's how you know a town loves their mayor. John Ryan won a second term as the mayor of Elsip. That was an insanely close race between the Better Government for Elsip party and the Elsip Community Alliance. Just over 100 votes separating the two mayoral candidates, 49 votes between the two clerks, but in the trustee election, this was nuts. Three people get in, six are running. The first two are separated by just about 20 votes. Numbers three and four tied. I don't know how they figure out which one of them gets to sit on the board. Do they do an arm wrestling tournament, guns at dawn, a hot dog eating competition? No idea. I'm gonna be paying attention to that one. Meanwhile, Evergreen Park was a slam dunk for the good government party. State Representative Kelly Burke is now also a mayor at the exact same time in the village of Evergreen Park. She becomes their first female mayor in a blowout. Now, if you're in Chicago, you may not be paying attention to these municipal elections in the suburbs, but maybe you're interested in the fact that every single Chicago adult will now be eligible for a COVID vaccination by April 19th. Meanwhile, the village of Palis Park has announced that they are going to try to do several of their events this summer that they would normally do. Chili in the Park, 
which is normally indoors, was moved outdoors for April the 17th. Concert in the Park is now locked in for June 17th. No band signed yet. July 22nd, Hot Dog Day and Pet Parade returns, along with the movie in the park on August the 6th. And the Autumn Park Festival is now scheduled and set for September 17th and 18th. Palis Park, one of the first villages to start announcing spring, summer, and fall festivals and events. It will be interesting to see which other areas on the south side will follow their lead. If you have an event you want us to talk about, news you want to get out, or you just like calling our answer machine at 2 o'clock in the morning and singing a song, the phone number always available, leave a message, 708-459-8406. This is your Word on the Street on Southside Pod. So explain this, Mike, what you do. All right, let's... There's a lot of people... Uh, can you explain what on. he's doing over here, Bill? Hold on, we're going to do a, an intro song to this. Ready? Okay. One, two, one, two, three, four. Guitar facts with acoustic mic. So what did you just break out there, Mike? Yeah, what is that that you put on the... Is this something like you use stick, when you're... Like a, like a, when, uh, it's like a, a clothespin. Right, it looks like you put a clothespin on, clothes on your guitar. It's, it's called a capo. I call it a chip clip. I call it a fancy clothespin on your guitar. Fancy clothespin on your guitar. <laughs> a chip clip. Yeah. We can I call it chip all those clip. things. Yeah. Yours, yours was like a 15-word name is what you call it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but mine was just chip clip. Right. All right. So you put this on, and what does this do to your, your guitar? Basically shifts everything up, you know, as many right. notes as I want it to. Does it so. make you sound better? Speak English, Doc. <laughs> We're not scientists. No, it, does it, it does it, not. Does it make you sound better? No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. Not one bit. It gives but you an extra it makes finger. It, it makes it harder for Bill to sing because he's got to pitch up or down. Oh, look at this. It's so a we can, challenge. We can, so we can play a song way down here without the capo. Well, here comes the guitar pack. Okay. Guitar pack with mine. Right. Now we put the capo now on and what the capo happens? In it, like here we go. What does it sound like now? Oh, here we go. This is, like, this is like a science experiment. It's yeah, like it Sesame Street or something. Wait, wait, let's have an hypothesis first. But it's a dinosaur train? You just said it was a science experience. I said, yeah, but I said it was like Sesame Street because I felt like it was like when they used to teach you about guitars. All right. And you went to a hypothesis. Right, so now we train? move forward many generations to dinosaur train. All right. All right. So first guitars. Ah, 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 ah. Now we're back to Sesame Street. All right. Let's go. <laughs> Second guitar. Guitar mic. So I, basically. I, go, I went lower there. Yeah. Yeah. But the song went higher. We went up a full step. <laughs> we get really nutty. All right, so so are you just going to jam now and see whether or not Bill can come up with a song? Is that what, what we're going to do? Do you think he can do it still, Chris? No, he no, can't. He's, he's lost. He's, he's, he's got no mojo. He's, he doesn't have any mojo. He does mojo not have his mojo working. He was sitting at, he's been sitting at the end of the bar mm. this entire show, and he is just... I don't think he's inspired by anything. Something upset him. Somebody kicked his That's dog. Yeah, somebody kicked his dog. His children like didn't appreciate the ball pit. I don't know what it was. Speaking of dogs. Yeah? You're going you're gonna to tell a dog story? I have one. Your dog's a monster. You've met him. That dog stands up on its back legs and puts his front paws on my shoulders and looks down at me. That's how big that dog is. Winston, you're a big son of a bitch. (laughs) 
You're six feet tall with giant paws. You keep me up all night long. You rip up my yard. Why don't you just go away? They say all dogs go to heaven. But I'm pretty sure when you die, you're going to hell. <laughs> because you're the devil. You ate my wallet and my iPad. Why do I still love you, Winston? The biggest dog on the south side. Biggest dog on the south side. Winston. You're so big. When will you stop growing? 110 pounds at nine months old. At this rate, you'll be 500 pounds when you're three years old. Like Clifford. I'm not sure that's how the science works, but in my head it does because right now you're just a pain in my rear end. This isn't a cartoon. You eat so much. Damn, you eat so much. When will you stop eating so much? Winston. Don't eat me. And it's not just the food. It's my everything in my house. You even ate my $3,000 couch. His couch. Winston. That couch. That was his favorite couch. The biggest dog on the south side. Winston. You're going to All dogs go to heaven. In just a little bit here on Southside Pod, we're going to be talking with John Brand at Open Outcry Brewing. We go visit him this time in the Beverly Morgan Park neighborhood because they're putting hot peppers in their beers. And I guess this is like their thing. Another thing you might be interested in this spring is spring cleaning. And a lot of Southside townships, villages, use waste management for their waste removal. And I've got a friend by the name of Vaughn Kirshner works over at Waste Management. This may not apply to all of you listening, but those of you that use waste management, I figured we'd take five minutes and get some tips to kind of help us out with our organization and throwing a lot of stuff away, which I think a lot of people do each and every spring. Vaughn, how are you? I'm doing well, Chris. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm looking at all the junk in my house. Look, man, I've got two teenagers. Uh, they have basically given up on most of the junk that they used to play with down here in the basement. I've got boxes upon boxes of stuff that I don't think anybody's looked at in years. I've got a garage full of just things that I don't need anymore. And I know that it would be like, I'd be filling up every garbage can every week and it would take me the entire summer. Does waste management do a thing where I can bring in, like get one of those big giant dumpster type deals. And how does that work? Sure. Sounds like you inherited a lot of uh, lot of stuff. Look, during the pandemic, I realized how little I actually need while sitting around my house. Right. So, I mean, like at this point, right. I'm like, we need about we need a reduction of about 50 to 60 percent of the stuff in this house because none of it gets used ever. And there are several options that um, that are available to you and the residents. Uh, one is um, waste management will pick up uh, bulk items at the curb as long as they can be reasonably managed by one individual and not exceed 50 pounds. Okay, anything greater than 50 pounds has to be pre-scheduled by calling customer service. Bulk items like a chair, a table, 
a mattress, uh, things like that. And one thing I just want to mention regarding the mattress, Chris, is that we ask that mattresses uh, be wrapped in plastic um, for several reasons. One, if it rains, it prevents the mattress from getting soaked. And, of course, a wet mattress becomes a lot heavier. And then, two, uh, for the protection of our drivers, uh, you know, with COVID and bed bugs and things like that, we just want to protect our drivers from, from anything like that. So that's one option. Another option is um, waste management has the Bagster bag. And maybe some of the residents or yourself have seen them in uh, home improvement stores such as Ace or Home Depot, Menards. And it's a small, I guess you want to call it polypropylene bag. It looks like a tarp type material. And it's for small home improvement uh, projects or just small cleanups. And it's really a great, um, a great, uh, you know, service. And it's, it's a, less expensive than getting one of your larger dumpsters, um, which are also available to residents uh, by calling customer service. Um, and uh, if you know residents need that type of service, they can just call in and either get a, a 20 or 30 yard dumpster, depending on the amount of material you got to get rid of. Do you know off the top of your head what those normally run for? Are they, are they, do you, do, is it based on availability? Is there like a, you have to call up and get like an estimate on those? Yeah, uh, I just encourage people if they're interested in the roll-offs, just to call into customer service and they can quote your price right away. As far as the Bagster, uh, they can go into any home improvement store. They can buy the bag there. Uh, they take it home, open it up, fill it in, fill it up, and then they call a number to schedule a service, and then they pay for uh, that service. You guys have a website as well. How much pricing is on the website? How much of it is pick up the phone and call? Um, we encourage residents to, you know, you know, look online. We have a lot of information, especially when it comes to recycling, things like that. Um, as far as for scheduling the roll-off boxes, they can go either online um, and do it that way or call in whatever they feel more comfortable doing. So one more thing I want to ask you about, because I think I see it every single year at some point in the wintertime, animals try to take shelter inside of the cans or they smell something in there and they're desperate. And I've had it happen in the past and actually had to have a can replaced because there was a giant hole that was just eaten through the top of my, my big plastic waste management garbage can. And I don't remember ever having to pay for one. You guys just come along and replace them, right? I, I think that some people think that they're going to get charged for it and they start like putting cardboard over it and trying to fix the lid. You guys will replace those, correct? Yeah, general maintenance and repair work we will take care of, Chris. Um, if if it's uh, damage due to you know negligence, uh, fire, theft, something like that, that is a resident responsibility. But all they need to do to get a lid repaired due to rodent damage or whatever is to call in to customer service and they'll get it scheduled for you. Wow, Vaughn, I think you're going to get an awful lot of trash. I think, <laughs> I think right now there are people listening going, man, I got extra stuff that I'm going to throw out. Like I have things that I'm going to do now. You, you guys are getting an influx of trash. I just want you to know that. Yeah. Well, actually, during COVID, believe it or not, we've seen an influx, uh, you know, with all the people, you know, transitioning to work from home, schooling from home. Uh, residential garbage has really gone up. So That's Vaughn Kirshner. He's from Waste Management. Check out everything that Waste Management has to offer at WM.com. Thanks a lot, Vaughn. All right, Chris. Thanks. Thanks.
Does your financial advisor actually take time to listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? Why worry about those things when Tom Walsh is nearby? He's your local Edward Jones financial advisor. He works with you, focusing on what's important to you. He uses an established process to create personalized financial strategy, and he partners with you to help your strategy stay on track. Listen, families in South Chicagoland have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Ice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor, located in Mount Greenwood at 111th and Kedzie. Member SIPC. We've been searching for the best Southside taco. We have show. a lot of good tacos. This is going to be a you, hard You cross Taco Bell off the list. Oh, yeah, right away. Well, because sure. right they'd away. be number one. Shut up. <laughs> Just shut your mouth. Like a gordita is really like, that's what you think beef. is a real Gorditas are taco. for amateurs. Chalupas are, you know, the OG. Chalupas, those yeah. are authentic? Oh, yeah. Chalupas? Doesn't it mean shoe in Spanish or something like Whatever. that? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Semantics. Like, nobody's eating a chalupa in Tijuana. This is a pato, by the way. <laughs> You're way off. You're an idiot. Anyway, so we've been, we've been searching, and I want people to be able to call in, or at least, you know, shoot us a message. Yeah. Tell us where we should they go. They have a better taco. Well, we're yeah. hitting a bunch of places, but what's funny is that like somebody will suggest it like in the comments for one of the shows. Like you got to try like you know burrito junction something or other, and there's probably a burrito junction. I'm trying to pick something that nobody said because then the next person will be like, "That place sucks." Of course, it's like the pizza wars in Chicago. People have a huge thing. argument over it. I don't understand that how protective people are of their tacos right now on the south side. I mean, I understand the pizza thing. Pizza thing's been done, though. It's been done a thousand times. Who's got the best pizza? Oh, I'm not going to be Dave Portnoy. But I'm not sure and, tacos and have pizza. been done. Like, tacos is like a neighborhood thing, I feel like. Everyone's got their taco guy, right? Everyone's got their taco spot. I wanted to go tacos to Cinco de Mayo. You're not going to find a, a, a universal best taco. taco. And, and then I wanted to find the thing that you, in the summer, I want to go searching for the thing that you love to go get. The tamale. <laughs> I love tamales. You you were about to say something else. No. Cocaine. All right, if you who's got the best cocaine out there on the south side? Dealers, users, junkies, call in. Attorneys. Who's your <laughs> a pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher. on the road away from my bar and came to John Brand's bar. I'm at Open Outcry on 10900 block of Western. I I love this place, but I haven't I haven't sat down with you in here with a microphone in a while. So thanks for having us here this time around. Thanks for coming in. It's nice to see you again. You know, before we start on the beers, I, I love I love what you've done with the place. It looks so much less like we're in the middle of a pandemic. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it looks normal. I mean, well, you, you must feel pretty normal. I mean, I know you're doing everything right, yeah. but it still feels very normal. It, it, it's getting there. It's getting back to what normal is, I suppose. Um, but we are still in the middle of a pandemic, so right. we're still trying to um, operate this business appropriately and in the right way. The other great thing is the fact that I think you're gonna you got stuff to put on TV now. Baseball's back. Yeah, people love beer when they're when they're watching baseball. 
Uh, I got one in front of me here that you've had on the menu before. Lewis uh, Winthorpe. Lewis Winthorpe is, uh, I would, if we have five core beers, Lewis Winthorpe is one of them. Okay. We brew it every other month. It's a New England style IPA. You have a version of this that has a hot pepper in it or something? Like, yeah. What kind of peppers in this? So I every, don't have the version. Every like, couple, they, they looked at me like, you want the one with the peppers? And I was like, I just don't have it in me. Like, you need to try it. Uh, we're going to get you one. We're okay. going to get you one before you leave. All so, right, all right. So what a, a little bit of a niche for us that seems to have happened over the last two years is uh, Will Turner, our, our head brewer here, who has a passion for peppers in general, has started to implement that in his brewing. So every couple weeks, he sets aside a couple barrels of either the Lewis Winthorpe, New England style IPA, or the open interest New England style IPA. And then he'll infuse them with whatever pepper he happens to be cooking with at home. Okay. So ghost peppers, chili peppers, habanero peppers. Because he grows them in his house, right? He grows them in his house, and he also likes to go to these, uh, goes to ethnic grocery stores and buy crazy peppers. Okay. And then he brings them here. He dries them, and then he brings them here. And then he'll introduce them to a couple one-off kegs of either Lewis Winthrop or Open Interest. I think he just came up with the name of another beer, Crazy Peppers. Crazy Peppers. Well, he did. The Lewis, <laughs> the Lewis, Win, the Lewis Winthorpe with uh, Scorpion Peppers, which he does every two or three months, we call the Lewis Windscorp. Oh, wow. What you have right now, though, is the Chili Pepper Lewis Winthorpe, and uh, I think that's been on for three or four days now, and it, the reaction to that has been good as well when we do when we do an announcement that we got a new chili pepper beer on it definitely we see an uptick in foot traffic because i think the the pepper ipa style uh, seems to be getting traction or at least in here on the south side you're the only place that i know that uses these a lot that or, puts or that does it inside of things. or that does it frequently or yeah. routinely yeah so it definitely I, if you're into like an adventurous and you're kind of you like a little spice in things and you're like i wonder what it would be like in a beer open open outcry generally will have some offering from time to time with some sort of pepper in it we, i don't see that in other places we try to fully disclose just how, how much heat is in some of these beers right. uh, and we give people samples before they commit or invest in a full a full pint of it uh but if you come in every two or three weeks or once a month you're probably going to see one on Sitting here with John Brandon, open outcry, uh, having a good time drinking some beers. So you and I have talked about barley wines before, but we've only brought them up, I think, on the show every once in a while. So you have one right now that's barrel aged, and I have it sitting in front of me. I've never told anybody that I'm a big barley wine fan. I'm not. I mean, like to me, it, I, the people that have given me them, maybe I had the wrong ones, but it's never been the kind of beer that I've been into. But before I dive into this one, tell me what it is, what a barley wine is, and, and, and what the twist is here with the barrel is. Yeah, so what you're drinking is actually an English barley wine. Okay. Uh, which means it's a little less sweet than a, perhaps an American barley wine. Definitely less sweet than some of the uh, Russian Imperial Stouts that are being barrel aged these days. There's sweetness in there, but there's less sweetness. It's 13% alcohol by volume, too, so please be careful with that. Um, it's it's a big beer. Aged it for about nine months. Okay. Emptied the barrels about a month ago, blended them, and then uh, put them in bottles, and we're selling it on draft. Right, it's, well, been, it's been selling very well. I'm going to say this to you. I've said this to you before. But you, you know I'm not lying about this. I've never been a big fan of barley wines. I, this doesn't, to me doesn't taste like any barley wine I've had before. This is actually really good. Like, you like it. This is really good, John. Like, like, I mean, I don't have to, listen, I'm like, 
this is a good beer. Like, this is a dangerous beer because it tastes really good. And like you said, it's 13%. And I'm ready to, like, take gulps of it. I'll send you home. it's got a great taste. I'll send you home with a bottle of that. You're sending me home with a bottle of this. Well, what the heck? What a guy. He makes pizza. He, uh, he makes good beer. He eats a lot of his pizza. A lot of pizza. Loves look, that look, stuff. look at me. And, and he's giving me a free bottle of, uh, of English barley wine. What's it called again? It's called the Bear Market Barley Wine. Bear Market Barley Wine. Barrel Age Bear Market Barley Wine. If you're able to get in here to open Outcry while they still have it, because remember, it takes nine months to make it, so this is going to be in limited quantities, yeah. get over here. We bought about 20 cases of it a month ago, and I think we got about a maybe a case, case and a half left. That, that might make it to when you hear this show. Yeah. All right, so get out there. Open Outcry Brewing. Make sure you check them out. 109. 34 Southwestern Avenue. Check them out. Remember, they still got the delivery service as well. Openoutcrybrewing.com. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. What is this called now again? It's got a it's got a pepper in it. Uh, that is the Lewis Winthorpe with chili peppers. All right, and this is spicy. It, there's a uh, there's some heat to it. Okay, yes. I'm going to drink it right in front of you okay, just to ahead. see whether or not I'm like, going to watch you drink it. Seems okay. I mean, it's just oh my god. <laughs> hey gang, ever wonder what it's like to be a small business owner? It's confusing. Weird expenses coming out of nowhere, and when you throw in health insurance, forget it. Nobody understands how that works. If you own a business, big or small, it's one of the biggest expenses you have all year long. And yet, we all wait until open enrollment at the end of the year, and then we think to ourselves, next year, next year I'll get a jump on it. And then it's another year of paying way too much. If you're a business owner, big or small, HR representative that wants to impress the boss, give Butch Zemar of Elite Benefits of America a call. Save yourself or your boss thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars a year. Reach out to Butch right now, 708-535-3006, or shoot him an email, butch at elitebenefits.net. And be sure to check out the Zmar podcast. Don't wait till the last minute. Put Butch Zmar to work for you now. It is now time for your South Side Sound Check. Live music is back at many venues. Check out these. Joe Ryan and the AM Drinker is going to be at Blue Island Beer Company in Blue Island. You've heard Joe on this show before. In fact, he's on the inaugural episode, the first one on the list, when you check us out on demand everywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com. It is a parking lot show, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. They are helping celebrate Blue Island Beer Company's six-year anniversary. True to the craft, art fair, taco truck. Kids are okay for this. Outdoor parking lot event. Wear your mask to enter the brewery and bring yourself a lawn chair. The price is free. If you want to go back to the 80s and you're not worried about a drive out to Lombard, big event going on out there on Friday night, April the 9th. Multiple bands playing. Doors open at 7. The music starts at 8, going all evening long. Get tickets and more details at afterlifechi.com. And 115 Bourbon Street, Marionette Park, multiple bands on Friday night and Saturday night. All of them require reservations. Visit 115bourbonstreet.com. That's your sound check. This is Southside Pod. You got a lot of people in the neighborhood like, oh, I got, I'm going up to Wisconsin. You want to give me a, a case of spotted cow? 
Spotted like, cow, and the only reason spotted cow is cool is because you can't get it here. Right. It's like the In and Out to me. Right. Of or it's like Coors Light used to be, right back in the seventies. Or when when Smokey and the Bandit were Correct. running Coors across state if lines. Spotted cow was yeah. here available in the Chicago area. On the south side, nobody would drink it. it, would, it no, would, people would just drink it casually. It wouldn't it would, be just it would, show, it would be really popular for a little while, right. and then it would fall into I'm going to have it every once. That's like when Fat Tire came here. Yes, it's right. exactly. Fat Tire what was with Fat Tire. Oh, like Arizona, the first time I ever had it, it was. You don't awesome. clap in front of the microphone, Mike. He's unbelievable. New guy. But <laughs> <laughs> a practice, things are cooler because you can't have them, right? Right. Yeah. But anyway, that's my my view on Spotted Cow. Is you know, it's not a it's 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 a good beer, but it's not like the 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 end all be all like some people make it out to be. Well, there's all that kind of stuff. There's like people think that something's super cool and they can't get their hands on it, so then all of a sudden it becomes cooler because they can't get their hands on it. Right. But that's really what this podcast is. Can't always get can't what get you your want. hands on it. Southside Pod. It's pretty elite. Yeah. You know, don't tell your friends about it. <laughs> now we're going to go right through the roof. Don't tell right. your friends. Don't tell anybody about us. Are we on TikTok You yet? wouldn't like it. <laughs> we had TikTok. We like a, a Southside Pod TikTok dance. I don't dance. even know how that works. We are, I don't we are three times the age of the average TikTok. I'm too you, know, TikTok. you know what my biggest issue is that every time I see an ad for Join TikTok, it's some 16-year-old girl jumping around in a bra, and I feel dirty looking at it, and I turn it off. So that's why I'm not on TikTok. Yes. Like who who sits there and looks at those ads as a grown man as, and says, a dad, oh, I want to be a part of it and then just toddler it daughters, like I I weep for the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I went on my Instagram and there was something where they were trying to promote some something where you can like do short videos like TikTok. And every single one of them was like some large breasted 16 year old girl bouncing around in a t-shirt. And I'm like, how how if I click on this and use your product, what does that say about me? Right. Like I can't or do America. That. <laughs> just... And more importantly, where was this in 1991? <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I was right, when I was, 16, when I was 16, I would have loved TikTok. Where were these girls at? This is why I find my son asleep with his iPad every morning when I go wake right. him up. <laughs> Remember how girls dressed when we were instead, that age? instead, we had to just watch Shea right. Easton videos. <laughs> Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod. On the Southside Pod Join us again And be sure to tell a friend About the Southside Pod About the Southside Pod All things about The neighborhood we live in All things about The places that we go It's the best side of Chicago, the Southside Pod. Like if I found him dead, I would feel like I had to erase his browser history before I yelled. That's at his your mother. responsibility as a father. That's my you job. Haven't, you haven't taught him how. <laughs> to and do his that responsibility yet? as a son, by the way. I hope yeah. you taught him that. Yeah, he has to. Yeah, we already know. All right, we we, we delete each other's browser history. Okay, it's something nice. that we have. That's to a father son thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bonding thing. Yeah, it used to be. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? Now it's like, hey, Dad. Want to delete my internet history? <laughs> <laughs> All right.